Greetings, Star Wars fans. You are listening to another episode of The Man Brolorians, a Baraxian podcast with your 20 minutes or less weekly recap of this amazing Star Wars TV show streaming exclusively on Disney+. Please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Broaxium, B-R-O-A-X-I-U-M. Today we're discussing Chapter 6 of The Man DeLorean, entitled The Prisoner. For this episode, we have a total of five bro hosts, so we're going to need to show some conversational discipline, but I know that we can do it. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Gerard Bear. I am joined by four other bro hosts. First, we have Daniel Leahy. Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be here. Hey, good to have you, man. We also have Mr. Daniel Miller. What is going on? Love it. We have the always enjoyable to speak to, Chris Ryans. Day one Wonga. Touche. And finally, after a little hiatus, because unfortunately we have jobs that can sometimes be demanding, we have Mr. Brian Karasik finally joining us. At last. I knew that was coming. It is great to have you guys here. As I mentioned, we keep this thing to 20 minutes or less, so we're going to get right into it. Chapter 6, The Prisoner. Um, it was a fantastic episode. I, uh, I think we'll go around the horn. Maybe let's go in uh, reverse order of introduction and kind of give us a quick little, what was your favorite thing? And then maybe we can talk about some of the most interesting parts. Um, Brian, what did you love the most about this episode? This episode got back exactly to what I had been wishing they would do more of. I was kind of starting to make little snarky jokes online of like, I've headed up to here with Baby Yoda indicating my kneecap. I've headed up to here with Baby Yoda. Like, let's get back to the Mandalorian. I just want to see him shooting some stuff. And this was exactly what I needed. Don't get me wrong. I love my little Baby Yoda, but I was getting to have my fill of him. But yeah, it was a great episode. I loved all the action, the the way that the Mandalorian found his way out of, you know, the out of the cell out of the jail and just i like because he's always even though he takes some hits he gets thrown around and gets punched kick gets some shot uh, gets shot up some but he's always got a backup plan and uh, the way the episode ended was just perfect for me yeah no I, I i enjoyed it too um i can feel chris's anger from philadelphia all the way up here to boston because you didn't express as much love for baby yoda but um no, that's fine. I just roll my eyes hard. That's I don't think it's any surprise to anybody who's known me for more than five minutes that I would not be automatically enchanted by by Baby Yoda. But I'm on board. So true. So true. That's true. <laughs> Chris, what did you like, man? Um, I hate to do the favorites thing, but I think this might be my favorite episode of the uh, of the series so far. Um, I love the character dynamic in this thing. Uh, I love that we get a little bit more uh, of his past. Um, I see people online are angry that like, you know, oh, these characters are one and done. I'm like, dude, there's so much story you could do with all these, these characters. We could have like comics or books about their, uh, you know, their past adventures, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I really, I really like this episode. Um, well, I mean, you can't, cool you can't have a trilogy was, about every it, single character that comes into the show, you know? It's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I loved, um, the, the, uh, the droid zero. Who's played by uh, uh, um, Richard Ayoade? Uh, uh, if anyone's ever watched the um, the IT crowd, he played the character Maurice Moss. Hilarious! I, I loved uh, that he was a part of this. And Bill Burr. Oh, apparently there's space Massachusetts out there because yeah, that accent. <laughs> yeah, it was literally Bill Burr as a mercenary. Yeah, that was pretty cool. 
I like that uh, the backpack backup gun too. That was sweet. <laughs> Miller, what did you love, man? So, I guess um, I liked the tension. There was so much tension between like the Mando and this group. You knew right away when we saw um, what was her name in the show. I can't even remember her name right now. Uh, I had it pulled up and I instantly forgot. <laughs> um, Which character are you talking about? The she was the uh, Twilic girl in the in the crew. Jian. Um, Jian, yeah, and yeah. she also played in the Game of Thrones. She was the one with Bran the whole time. Natalia um, Tana. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, she's that's where I saw her. There you go. Thank you. Um, and I loved her part. I think I thought it was great. Instantly, when you meet her, like you knew there was something up. Like the Mando did something. He's not in like cahoots with these people, like in the good graces. And even when uh, he ran into the guy from Sons of Anarchy, um, he instantly like put him in his place. He was just like, he's like, the ship wasn't part of the deal. And he's like, it's like, I, uh, you know, hey, I let you back here. Uh, what's that I see on your face? Gratitude. Like, he's like, yeah, be grateful that I'm giving you this chance. Like, there's, there was a lot of tension and you didn't know exactly why um, until the end of the episode. And I loved that. I loved that. Like, I was like, what, what, what's going to happen to him? Like, what are they going to try to do? And then, you know, you find out. And uh, I loved that. Yeah. How bit. dare that guy disrespect the Mando? He's. That that's also like everyone's mentioned it, but that's the greatest part about this show too is that he's not like invincible, you know. Like he's he's always finding himself getting put in these situations, and you know, if he didn't have that freaking you best guard, you, you mean he's not like a, he's not EU Boba Fett, yeah, or EU Luke. Oh, you mean Space Superman? Or EU anybody? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's just it's just awesome. He's yeah, he's going through all these trials and and. uh he needs money and he needs work. We find out that the guild work is slow and he's out of, and right now he can't go back to the guild. He's got a bounty on his own head. So he's got to scrape it up somewhere and suck it up and go back to people that he's maybe screwed over in their eyes. And, uh, and that tension was just awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I loved it. It yeah. was really no, I thought good. it was a great episode. Um, hey, Leahy, what was your, what was the part you appreciated the most? Oh man, the part I appreciate the most, I think, uh, <clears throat> getting to see a Matt Lanter's appearance as the, uh, officer. Yeah. So many cameras. Yeah, that was really cool. That, yeah, that, and I'm a huge fan of Matt Lanter, like outside of star Wars too. Like he had the show called timeless that if you guys have never watched it, it's an amazing show and it got kind of canceled too early. And so I've always been really happy when I see him getting work or I hear his voice in the background of something doing Anakin and, uh, I was just really pumped about that. It made me really happy. And then, of course, the the end. It, this whole episode was like a buffet of cool Star Wars references and tie-ins. It was like almost... Uh, the, the show does such a good job of giving you... Going so over the top with fan service, but it not being gluttonous. You know, it's not too rich of a fan service vehicle. But then, like, at the end, it's like, oh, there's a dessert buffet, too? You know, you have Dave Filoni and the other directors as the X-Wing pilots, which is so rad. And at first, I didn't realize the other two were the other two directors because I just I was too, too excited about Dave Filoni, like being on screen in live action. And then it took me to the second rewatch. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's Deborah Chow and that's Rick. And so 
Those are my favorite. Those cameos were definitely my favorite part of the episode. I think they're launching sure. a gunship. Yeah, their casting has been fantastic. Is it, like every person I see on screen, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. They're in. You this. know, I was thinking about that actually, Miller. <laughs> it's so amazing when you, about that casting, and I'm. It's like they're probably going to be able to get so many amazing actors and stuff that want to get involved just because of Star Wars. So it's not like they're going to have to pay them $10 million to do an episode. You know, I, I would think they probably would do it for scale. Exactly. Um, Some it, people are just jumping at the yeah. chance to just be in the universe. You know, it, it's, it's a notch Yo, on the belt. About, if you could absolutely, say, you know, if you will. How about uh, how about Clancy Brown as as Deveroni? Yeah, uh, Berg. Yo, I think his name the, was. Yo, he takes that flamethrower to his face. <laughs> yo, to the face. Uh, he didn't right even in the flinch. face, and he just like eats it. He like like <laughs> chop. <laughs> it was so good. Now I just like, are, is that something? Are the, the Deveronians like? Can they withstand that kind of heat? I mean, they well, do. Look I guess like they're the obviously devil. flameproof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. Personally. Yeah. I'm going back to the same old well, but my favorite part was Baby Yoda. It just when you think that little guy can't get any cuter, his facial expressions and the fact that like you think he's going to get it. And I'm glad that at the end, when the droid was coming after him, that he didn't use the force to like protect himself. It was like you see him kind of like moving his little hand like he's like, ah, oh, I, I sense danger. And then he didn't have to go through and do anything because the Mando saved him. Man, I swear, awesome. I think in that baby's That's 50 years, part. like he apparently had some stealth training or something. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Right. Little, Sneaky little, little psycho. Well, I'll tell you what. I know from experience that when kids know they're going to be in trouble, they can find a way to be stealthy. <laughs> Mine were always pretty good at hiding when they knew I was coming for him. I just like that he hides him in like the maintenance closet. Like that's his <laughs> that's his home. What is that? A pet? <laughs> Uh, it's awesome. It, it's a most valuable pet in the galaxy. And I, I do like how they, um, aren't focusing the show around baby Yoda. You know what I mean? Like they're definitely yeah. putting a lot more. Yeah. I, I really feel like it's just, he's a part of it, but as, as far as this episode goes, and even last episode, it was him trying to find a hiding place couldn't obviously but you know yeah. it, it, even in this episode yeah. he it's just him trying to get some work yeah but so i mean it, you, you know yeah that's well, really what it is it's it's yeah. the fandom directing their attention towards baby yoda I haven't disliked the focus that's been on baby yoda but i also this episode brought into focus what this show can be like what the the potential it has and kind of this episode was i think is a lot of people's favorite because it's it's what exactly what Dave Filoni and Fabro were talking about in the panel when they were discussing what the show would feel and look like, you know, like it was going to be this underworld gunslinger, you know, out on the road in the galaxy, just doing his thing, trying to get by bounty hunting, all kinds of weird shenanigans. And we didn't know at the like time the that Baby Yoda was going to be a ship. part of that, but it, and it is such a cool, special thing that we're getting to experience. But it was cool to see Baby Yoda just kind of stay in the crib for an episode. You know, have some cool, funny moments, some comic relief, but then let the Mandalorian kind of be himself. Because even the last episode, there was like kind of all this stress about him. Like it's like first time babysitter syndrome. You know, I'm not a parent, but like, you know, I've seen that in a million movies. They're like, oh, no, like, let's check on the kid thing. And then this one was kind of like, all right, the kid's going to be fine. He can use the force and there's a robot on board. He's definitely had a lot of exposure, but it's. But he's central. It's the fandom. 
It, the fandom is, is is focused on Baby Yoda because he's interesting. He opens up this whole bit of lore that everyone has always been, you know, interested in Yoda's backstory, where he's from, and all that stuff. So it kind of gives us this window. It's it's very appealing to a lot of people, and he's adorable. And he's adorable. You gotta love him, but. I do yeah. appreciate that the show isn't like the Baby Yoda show, like so many people have like been trying to say. say. It's just whatever. I don't know. I want to get you guys' take on one thing: the when they the showdown slash hunt on the prison ship. I I I started thinking it was almost like a, I mean it wasn't as suspenseful and scary as like an alien, but it had that kind of kind of vibe you know like in the background it's a strobe and you can see him then there's a strobe and you can't and then like the way they shot Yo, that I, I reminded that me whole, of uh like the second half was cool that 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 particular that reminded me of um dark knight um the dark knight rises with, yes. uh, with the one with the one with bane that one yes um yeah when he's like slipping through the dark and whatnot while the guy's trying to shoot at him oh I the skywalker so rises <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. I, I love the visuals of this this show. Um, yeah, one one of the things cinematography is the, great. The performances of uh, of all those of, of these characters in this one, um, I like how they they, they came at least with uh, Bill Burr's character. Uh, he, he wasn't trying to act like he was in Star Wars. He was just him. This is just another another person within this this universe. I agree. And, um, I just I just really dug. What do we think his imperial background is? He's a sharpshooter. Isn't it? Yeah, you guys say it, G. Death Trooper. Yeah, I was thinking like yeah. bi- like biker scout, Not a like you know, wise ass. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> well, I mean, he said sharpshooter, so I mean, there obviously had to have been he said, imperial he said snipers. Sharp. Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. Why don't you guys learn to say it right? <laughs> crying out loud. Show some respect. Oh, that'd be so it. sick. Well, Bill Burr's figure in general would be sweet with the with the third blaster sticking out oh, the back. Yeah. That would just be a cool piece to have. Yeah, I need that. Whole Let thing. me ask you guys a question. Yep. We've seen six episodes, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen with the whole Baby Yoda storyline? Do you think they're going to wrap that thing up this year, or do you think he's going to be a major part of it going forward through the through the series? Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna get a piece of it, and we're also going to see his face. And oh, those are bold predictions. I think we will on the last episode, like closing shot or something, mm-hmm. or we'll just see the back of his head and the helmet will come off. Um, I, I've seen a lot of like good discussion on this, and I think um, I got to thank somebody's over at Four Center Podcast for like this perspective. But uh, we don't really know why they're so extreme. This like this little uh, culvert of Mandalorians is just so extreme into the religion. But I think it has to do with their society being decimated and them trying to like they're going over the top to preserve their culture. And they're maybe taking things that were very old school, almost like the difference between, you know, like a casual religious person and like a strict orthodox religious person. You know, they're they feel attacked and they're small now and they don't have a lot and they've clearly been beat up. Everyone's constantly making fun of them for getting you know, basically wiped from the galaxy almost. Let's go around and let's go in order of introduction. What you expect and what you would like to see in the final two episodes. Uh, I just look more of the same. I mean, it's been great. So I, I, I have no complaints. Uh, I personally would like to see 
the baby Yoda thing get get a bow put on it. What about you, Miller? I just uh, I want to see um I want to see his face. That's it. I want to see a helmet reveal because it's a big deal to their culture. So I want to see helmet yeah. reveal. Chris, um, if if they had to wrap up the whole baby Yoda thing, I I would like to see the child go. Uh, like this would be a great way, unless they're going to you know our first time seeing is is going to be in Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I want to see uh, a live action Ahsoka. I would love to see Mando hand that baby off to Ahsoka. Oh man, could you imagine? Brian, what uh, what would you like to see in the final two episodes? How do you like to see this close up? I'd like to know a little bit more about both Mandalorian and uh, Yodelarian, let's call it, culture. I uh, I don't really know what I want. I don't want Baby Yoda to go away. I don't think he should be the prime focus of it, but I love the fact that he's like his little awesome, super cute, amazingly lovable sidekick. Um, I am super excited to see what next Wednesday's episode is going to present to us because of the potential for some type of tie into something we might see in rise of Skywalker. So I'm definitely excited about that. And, um, you know, like Miller said, I'd love to see the the helmet come off in some fashion just to get that ball rolling. I mean, you got that cool actor underneath there. You might as well start using him to his, to his best ability, but <clears throat> you don't put Hager up. <laughs> I just stumbled all over all of those words and I'm ashamed. Of I'm ashamed myself. of you as well. <laughs> But that's okay. You don't put you don't put handsome Pedro Pascal under a helmet and not show his face. Agreed. That's what I wanted to say. But it was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. it. Sounds like you guys did too. We all have maybe a little bit of a different favorite part and and stuff. But I'm sh- I know we can all agree that it's such a great show. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Thank you guys for coming on and doing this. Um, let's go around. We'll do the reverse order again. Uh, wrap it up final thoughts say where we can find you and uh we'll move on i'm brian you can find me at the sith library and archives or at nerds of the force my man chris um you can find me at uh chris ryan's on twitter and instagram facebook and of course bro axiom youtube facebook instagram and twitter and twitter miller twitter you can find me stay on target 42 everywhere and on Broaxium. Lehi Gaga? Uh, you can find me going to McDonald's drive throughs and trying to convince people to give me the Star Wars Happy Meal toys. You can also find me on Twitter at Lehi Gaga, spelled just like it sounds, and as an admin on the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics, the best Star Wars Facebook page in the galaxy. Gotta love it. I am at Gerard Bear, anywhere that it's relevant. And thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next one.